0: Welcome to markets now i'm michelle rock with chip nellinger blue reef agri-marketing so grain trade ending mostly higher on the day except for kc wheat crude oil to the plus side and cattle futures ending mostly lower so chip let's start off with soybeans kind of the price leader on monday how much of it was corrective buying or were there some fundamental things that were going on there
1: yeah i think you have uh, uh several things going on i i think that maybe uh in the short run we're just so oversold uh technically here that we were due for a bounce you had the crude oil market rallying today, kind of threatening a breakout north of $75. That would be good news. Uh, maybe bring a little bit of uh, renewed uh, profitability in on the uh, uh, you know renewable diesel side. And then you, I, I still think there's starting to be a little bit of a concern growing as far as some dry weather in Argentina. You started that last week, and then the midday on Friday, remember, last week, they had a little bit of a, uh, an additional of a chance of rainfall in the extended weather models, but still pretty warm, still pretty dry in Argentina. So I think the combination of all that oversold crude oil rallying, maybe some concerns about some drying uh, trends in, in Argentina had uh, at least a little bit of bottom picking and some bottoming action taking place in the bean market today.
0: We did get some help from vean oil. And does that just go back to what you said about crude oil?
1: Yeah, I think there was obviously some, some spillover there. Uh, it seems like the meal market is the last one to kind of catch hold here. And so I think there's still a lot of give and take and a lot of volume trading, uh, both the crush spread that's been very active and just the oil meal spread by itself. And so today with crude oil being higher, I think it was a good excuse to you know kind of get behind and rally the soy oil market. And then at the same time, maybe keep some pressure and some selling on the meal market as just kind of that spread gives and takes a little bit on a daily basis.
0: Mm-hmm corn market looked like it was trying to follow both crude oil and soybeans on Monday, but you know, we don't get much uh, follow through buying on that market here before the funds come in and start selling. Right.
1: Yeah. It was, it's just been disappointing in a slow, slow process in corn. Uh, Same thing there. I mean, just so oversold. You would think there would be some sort of bounce. They tried to rally today and just couldn't, couldn't really hold it. So, you know, I, I think maybe, if you can continue to see a little upside in crude oil, maybe get a couple closes and some some foul through north of 75, if this dry weather continues in Argentina to get the beans bouncing, I think corn logically is going to go along for the ride, but boy, it has been reluctant and, and kind of a disappointing trade so far.
0: So corn last week kind of held a long-term low, 440. We held like $12 between 12 and 1203 on the beans. Do you think we're trying to put bottoms in there?
1: I do. I do. And, you know, I I do think that uh, maybe a bright spot, maybe grasping at straws here, but you did see our exports pick up a little bit in corn. And Mexico has been a recent buyer. China bought some beans last week. And so I think maybe we've stretched this thing to levels on corn and beans, both that you're kind of a value area uh, and and that maybe users are kind of stepping in and doing some uh, some buying on this break here. The commercials have uh, a pretty rare long position built up in corn as well. They don't take net longs very often in history. And so with that big fund position that they're short in corn and the commercials being long, it's set up for a short covering bounce. We just need the right spark and and something to kind of uh, give here to, to cause that bounce to happen. But to me, it does appear and feels like we're trying to put some longer term lows in here.
0: Yeah. And what about last week? We had new contract lows in Kansas city and Minneapolis kind of scored reversals out of those areas, just like we did in corn. So are we bottoming those markets as well here?
1: Well, I think so. I think that, you know, maybe the good news is we, you know, are well off our recent uh, highs, obviously, but so far it hasn't been as ugly as the previous lows or has has gotten as low as those previous lows. So yeah, I get a lot of spread activity going on between the different classes, as you mentioned, but I do think that, uh, corn uh, you know, and wheat are going to be a little bit uh, give and take here. If mm-hmm. wheat can bottom, I think that'll help corn out as well. But I think the jury's still out, but it's at least to see good to see some stability in, in the Chicago wheat market, at least today.
0: Yeah. They seem to be all kind of tight at the hip between corn and uh, wheat and some better demand would help all of them, wouldn't it?
1: Oh, uh, for sure. For sure. And again, sometimes it's you know, it just takes a while, you know, the, the drop, you want it to happen overnight. We've had a, you know, brutal drop off the highs here the last couple of months, but sometimes it yeah. just takes a little while to get that demand stimulated. Let's hope that last week that we saw, you know, some of those better numbers, especially in corn, uh, maybe follow through and see a better performance this week as well.
0: Cattle market ended mostly lower, although we ended off of our session lows a little disappointing after a neutral cattle and feed report, we didn't get, um, you know, maybe a little bit better reaction.
1: Yeah, you know, but we'd had a nice run into it. So, uh, you know, I think there's some give and take on this recent weather we've had, too. Some of the the, the kill numbers have been way low. I think that's helped support the box beef. Uh, but there's always a hangover to that, right? And And so, you know, maybe the fear here is that once this weather clears, it looks like we got some better conditions coming to the end of the week that maybe the backlog's going to hit. And we're going to see some bigger numbers, maybe drag mm-hmm. the cash back a little bit. So I think it's just a little give and take with some of the weather that we've had. Um, you know, maybe a little disappointment kind of buy the rumor, sell the fact type deal because we did rally into the cattle on feed report. So, uh, you know, again, I think we're in fair territory. I think the lows are in, but there's going to be some back and forth here. Uh, I, I do still think we've got higher highs coming. It just might take a little while. Maybe, maybe in the mid-February before we see some ultimate higher highs here.
0: Yeah, and the lack of cash trade probably did not help.
1: No, again, and I, and I think the the numbers, it's hard. You know, I mean, obviously the, the winter weather, the cold conditions, the snow, a little bit of ice out there to start the week, uh, you know, that backs the cattle uh, off a little bit. It hurts the performance. We know that. But then once the, uh, you know, conditions get better and, and the roads get better, they're there's always that rush of cattle that have backed up a little bit that maybe pressures us. So it's kind of that give and take. But I still think longer term, some of the feeding conditions we've had, you don't just fix that overnight. So it should cause some better things to happen in the cash market in February, maybe even into March, potentially.
0: So we had the push in crude oil today um, with some, I guess I would say, Black Sea War premium being kind of put into the market there. But if we get the market closing above 75, what does that open us up to technically?
1: Yeah, we've been really going sideways uh, in a big sloppy range here, $10, $12 range. We're going sideways. If you look at a chart, we've kind of been building a, a little bit of a triangle formation. Uh, and these moves can come come fast, right? I mean, if I think if you get some closes for sure above 75 and a half, 76 bucks, you could maybe add 8 to $10 on in a hurry and maybe shock people. Uh, but I, I don't think we're out of the woods yet because every other time in the last two and a half months we've been up at these levels, it gets sold aggressively. So, you know, again, I, I think you got to wait and see, but we're on the verge of a technical breakout. The 200-day moving average is right above uh, where we're at currently here today, too. And so I, I think we're really right on that cusp. If you can see some trade above 76, I think you maybe open the door up at least to 80, maybe higher. Uh, and that could come fast, but uh, we got to prove ourselves first. We haven't been able to do that very often in the last couple of months in the crude oil market.
0: Yeah, no doubt. All right. Thanks for joining us, Chip Nellinger, Blue Reef Agri-Marketing. That's Markets Now.